0: Okay, hey, we're live from um, Minnesota Airport,
1: Minneapolis Airport, which actually oh, yeah. turns out it's like a very luxurious airport, like everything's brand new. There there's like a there're like little wine bars and there's a Shake Shack.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I I have to say the the US airports have been severely upgraded most of them. <laughs> seems like, yeah, it's it's really not as bad as it, as it was. And I I feel like Amsterdam Airport is slowly crunching mm. into obsolescence in the, it, it, the world is strange
1: our top ranking skipple airport yeah
0: yeah 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 love, no more no i love no their
1: more. modernist furniture though
0: yeah i i think they fixed the waiting lines but a couple of years year and a half ago or I something know. it was crazy yeah
1: yeah so this is like there's like there i was sitting uh with Kristen, and we were across from like a brasserie like a french brasserie in the airport and it literally had one person in it and like and then like a hundred tables. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. This like
0: And and everyone's in front of Shake Shack.
1: Yeah, uh, but there's like open markets across from me right now. There's a wine, a lake wine just for wines. It's just a a wine tasting room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's weird stuff. Um, and I found a quiet little spot, but there's music in a lot of areas in the airport. So this is one area where there's no music. So this so is the, f- like, the f-
0: this is the first Good Point episode coming from an airport
1: we've always dreamed of this moment yeah yeah <laughs> this, so dreams can experiment. come
0: true yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah dreams do come true so uh, you, of course you I guys didn't sleep might well
0: hear you guys might oh, hear a little bit of crackling from jeremy's side but that's uh 5g yeah
1: it's 5g or it's like roller bags going over tile terracotta yeah. tile floors
0: <laughs> and you didn't um, sleep well because you had an early flight
1: it wasn't even that early, but sometimes you just get anxious. Like, I woke up in the middle of the night, and it's like, oh, I gotta get up soon." It's that whole thing. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, it's lame. But you're going home. I'm on my way home. Yeah, we we're yeah. here on a. Kristen's like, I don't know how I did this. We're, so we're here on a six-hour stopover, and here's the question for you. I if bet you, you guys did stopover, that
0: because you you saved twenty bucks.
1: I know exactly. She well, no, I didn't. I didn't even know she did it. She's like, I don't even know how I did this. But if you have that, would you go into the city of Minneapolis or would you stay at the airport? No, I would stay at the airport because it's Minneapolis. (laughs) I hope none of our listeners. There's the Walker Art Center in Minneapolis. Oh, that's
0: true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it would be worth the trouble. Yeah. No, I would go. I would get an Uber and just as fast as possible. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good way to do it. It's like 18 minutes away. I was thinking I'm going to do that after this. So So.
0: let's keep it short then. This is just like proof that you're at an airport. (laughs) Perhaps, yeah. um, and and so, uh,
1: did you have fun on your trip? Well, I was going to ask you the same. Uh, I kind of did, yeah. It was like a relaxing, do nothing kind of trip, which you were complaining about when we chatted earlier this week. Yeah, um, it, it's did,
0: it's so yeah. strange. Like, it it I don't know if it's me, but um, I get really tired when I just sit around. I was just tired all the time and taking naps, and I, yeah. I, it didn't feel relaxing. It actually felt draining. Like it, there's something about. Sitting too much that you become tired.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Kristen literally Mm -hmm. slept for the first three days. We did go and see Godzilla Minus One. Like a holiday movie was a must on my list. How was that? Um, It's fantastic. I mean, you know, this is not the movie review podcast anymore, but um, it's shot almost in a way that's like quaint, but in that way it was like beautiful. Like it's, it feels like a film that was made in the 1960s with contemporary technology apparently it's made it, for only 15 million dollars but
0: and and you went to a museum as well you went to the Hirshhorn
1: yeah I always go to the Hirshhorn when I'm in DC and nice. to the National yeah. Gallery uh yeah you would have liked the Rothko show at the National Gallery it had um works on paper that he did right after he had a illness he had an aneurysm oh and
0: cool. he had
1: this doctor was like you can only work you know at your like a desk and small you have to reduce stress so he like reduced the size of his work to like under 40 inches and just okay. the drawings. But yeah. it was his most prolific year, which I found really interesting. And it well, was that's very inspiring.
0: Colorful. That's inspiring for you with these limitations of, of the body. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty cliche of me to bring that up. But then it was very funny because there was this one really prolific year, bright orange paintings, which you don't see in Rothko. You know, I wasn't no. familiar that he had that kind of, you know, and then one year later, all dark, black and purple again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and bigger yeah. works it's like i don't yeah. know maybe the market pressured him to be dark again but he had we, like one joy joyous unhealthy year
0: it's uh, it's always the same thing every christmas it's like i want to do A, B, C, and D, and everybody else is like oh no let's just uh, sit on the couch and you know, I, think- I really wanted to see really wonka but no one was up for it so yeah.
1: Yeah, I was curious yeah. because is that the movie that was like the movie of the holidays, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. W- but we did end up doing we we went to the villages. Do you know what that is?
1: Uh, it sounds like a cult. What is it? No, it,
0: it's a it's a development it's like a giant suburb, a cluster of suburbs for fifty five and older. So it's like a weird retirement community with a million golf carts and. Uh, little centers with downtowns it's like disneyland
1: for adults okay so but uh what's the what's the What's the fun part of it? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That was, the, that was
0: the highlight of the vacation, the things that we did.
1: <laughs> but is it like a real estate tour? Like you're shopping for property? or It's just
0: bizarre. It's just something we wanted to see because it's so weird. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah you it's, like, when... it's like you, you
0: walk around and there's just Fox News playing on all the public speakers between the palm trees. That That's what you have to imagine. <laughs> no. It's very strange. No, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> They had syndicated, they had like music and then they had syndicated Fox News playing every 15 minutes.
1: That's interesting. Well, I did go to like a Confederate battlefield. That's the closest thing I like. I oh, went yeah. to Shepherdstown, which is the oldest town in West Virginia, I think. Um, and it's where there was like a big battle, not Gettysburg, like mm. the other one where the bloody, it was like the bloodiest day in the, the yeah. American Revolutionary War. Well, it's, it's funny
0: because i it, I'm, we got home yesterday and the first thing i did today was go to my studio um get a sandwich somewhere then do a layer of paint then go to Kokoron, eat soba noodles and tonight we're going to see live jazz so, uh, so
1: you're just like cleansing the... i'm in
0: heaven <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah 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 this is like your your rehabilitation Kokaron, yeah, it's just... but i mean
0: it, it is a really good life if you're looking forward to vacation to be over
1: but weren't you like it was very warm there and like tropical? no it, it was you're... overcast oh,
0: and I it see. was it was like uh, 15 degrees or something like yeah mm, okay. it was fine i like, guess it's, it's nice to hang out with family but th- it's the sitting sedentary uh, sedentary life that gets to me yeah
1: yeah but christina likes that kind of a little bit
0: mm, i think we stayed five nights and i think it was a bit long and uh, yeah I always, I always say I want to plan more stuff, but you know, you're with a group. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I shouldn't say, but as I was leaving, I was like, Kristen, are you sad to leave? She's like, no. (laughs) And I think no matter who you are, you want to, you do want to get home even if you're on vacation. Well, it's it's also
0: as a grown up, it's really weird to be like, you're used to cooking breakfast when you want or uh, whatever. You're just like, yeah, it's,
1: yeah, it's, I don't know. I can only have someone's bad coffee so many days in a row.
0: But but the thing, the thing I I felt, and maybe that's just in my head, but it's almost like the entire world is set up against art. Mm. And you just feel that. And everywhere it says art is stupid. You, we don't need it. Get out of here. Like that's how it yeah. feels.
1: I actually had a long ranting conversation with Kristen on the way to the, the colonial battlefield about that. <laughs> I was like, I was just like angry. I had like it was like 20 minutes of just like. I'm so angry that there's like really no way I can see art succeeding. <laughs> like that, it, oh, that it's like yeah. everything everything is set up against it. And the fact well, that we're it, even it, going it, to this like colonial town is an example yeah. of that. You know, it's like
0: But it's it's understandable. Like I think the whole definition of being an artist is you try to be as different as possible.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: then it, it of course most people just Want to have fun, have a nice day, hang out with family, and uh, uh, lay around in the pool, and the, mm-hmm. and it's almost like we've built up our personality uh, to move away
1: from that. So yeah, yeah. I guess I'm just thinking because I, you know, um, I'm gonna put another year of work into, you know, the corporate side of solving this problem, like helping creative people make an alternative income, not from art. Like it's like all my effort goes into helping people make money indirectly well that's what that, but that's like...
0: that's what i'm talking about what you're describing is um it's not christina's family it's not florida it's not that particular suburb that's not what i mean
1: yeah
0: what i'm what i mean is that everything in life is uh set up to avoid hunger basically like everything mm-hmm. is like oh security security survival, security, yeah. security yeah. survival yeah. rainy day rainy day rainy day and it's understandable. It makes perfect sense. But yeah.
1: I had a very joyous time with my new modular synthesizer. Oh, yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Pure creative expression. And what's mm-hmm. wonderful about it that you could predict, but until you experience it, is that like it's set up in such a way that like the parts can be interchanged so much that you come up with like ideas. Like, oh, what if I did this and connected it to that? it's just really, really joyful in that way because it encourages experimentation, which you don't get yeah. on like a traditional synthesizer, right? Because you're not like, because you pl- in a modular synthesizer, you're plugging pieces into each you're... other.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It, yes and no. I mean, it, it, I think... You, uh, well, you probably a,
1: would if you're yeah. a good musician, but in my case... Yeah, yeah, no.
0: but it, I, I do think the mystery of music is that there's only so many notes and you I can know. still come up with new songs. So that that's pretty wild.
1: It is, it is. But I just loved yeah. um, for our listeners that recommended it. Thank you. Because it was like, I wasn't on the computer at all over that period, but I felt like I was still being creative. I wasn't using my eyes. Uh, like I was able to do like most, you know, it was like very relaxing. Um, and I can't yeah. wait uh, to get back to my studio. And I bought a new keyboard to control it. Um, okay. And do weird things with, so, through MIDI. Are you going to you know.
0: make a new intro tune first?
1: Yeah, so I'll try and do that. I just need to find a way to get the recording into my computer so that it's clean. Um, yeah, but uh, that'll be something to look forward to.
0: So then you have to memorize all your creations
1: as you're playing. Uh, that's the other thing about it is it really is not. It's not really set up for that <laughs> because like you're wiring this thing together. It's kind of like a harebrained thing. It only exists for a period of like yeah. your imaginary time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah in your head and then you get it out and then i guess you could keep it set up the way it is but you so can take a dials. picture well there's you so many dials picture. and they're all in different settings it's like mm, i don't think I so know, like it. it's, yeah but
0: i think what most people do is they take a photo of the settings
1: really yeah do you do that what's your you have an ope1 right i
0: i used to it broke
1: oh shit! okay yeah
0: nice
1: yeah anyways oh, <laughs>
0: um but yeah it, it, it's I was thinking a lot about the nature of, like, when you're outside of New York, America becomes very American very quickly, Mm -hmm. and and it everything makes perfect sense. But I always think about the the conditioning we have and the incentive to invest. Yeah, that's taught from an early age that that's a good thing, and I just I can only see that as uh, corporate subsidy subsidizing corporate structures that's the only way i see it
1: it is part of the story for sure no it's
0: like if you're a little guy or a person or a woman or whatever it's a chokehold and it's like if you don't give us your money it will disappear it's really like the mob
1: Mm. interesting yeah especially in the land of timeshares if you're at that village's place i mean yeah but even
0: like what choice do you have like you you're not an investor so you probably invest in an index fund not you but anyone mm-hmm. in general and then that wealth or that opportunity is bestowed upon the bigger companies not on the smaller ones mm-hmm. and if you decide oh i want to do something more idealistic then you're risking your, your retirement so nobody's going to do that mm-hmm. and so basically it's microsoft and enron and whatever hp and and and, and, and this is not an anti-communist rant it's a a, a anti-capitalist rant what i'm trying to say is that we're conditioned to not think to invest in ourselves
1: mm-hmm. yeah and, i mean it's like, a very it, it's yeah.
0: a, and it, it it all makes perfect sense but it's back to that like art is useless creativity is useless
1: well i was just thinking that
0: yeah yeah and and so it's always like oh i, I wish one day i had the time to make my own furniture Mm-hmm. And that they, that cliche, and then like, no, no, no. Give the money to Chase Bank, and then they will probably mismanage it, and
1: maybe you'll get it back in thirty years. Yeah. And you can buy some furniture from discount warehouse. Yeah, or or they're, yeah they're and much so this cheaper is, than you can make yourself.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> I'm not complaining. It from an economic point of view, but I'm, 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 I'm just seeing no, I, it as an, an yeah. anti-creative. That that's how I see it. No, no, I see the whole structure it. like, yeah. as as normalizing as like. Just get the IKEA furniture. Don't make your own furniture.
1: There's a dialectic between creating versus consuming, and the, it would be preferable. No, it, if more well, it's consuming. it's not even
0: it's not even consuming. It, investing is different. It's like you it, you hand off your money for thirty years. I guess and it's, it's delegating. And, yeah, so it's different, mm. and and that's something I just felt very strongly when you're in a structure where most of the restaurants are franchises. Yeah, the housing is organized by really big structures, and It all works and uh, uh, yeah but it's from an aesthetic point of view it's it's very uh, forceful Mm -hmm.
1: it's kind of interesting because i also picked up a book on this vacation called build by tony fidel he's the guy that um founded the ipod yeah he designed the ipod and then the iphone as well as part of his portfolio but he the book he wrote the book to help people start their own companies um, and to choose which companies to work at before they start companies so it's kind of like he acts as a mentor in the book to a younger self but what's really interesting is there's a whole section on investing but it's the reverse of what you're talking about it's how to find people to give you money and what to look for in them uh, and how yeah, that all yeah, works yeah. you know and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so how to build something and basically there's all this advice about how not to burn yourself out because you can't stop thinking about your ideas and you know very similar to i think you know a lot of entrepreneurs compare themselves to artists and i think it's fair in those circumstances where it's a founder that is building something that they're very passionate about and that they can't stop thinking about like he worked on the nest idea for 10 years before he started the company and the story is ridiculous like it's it's the bougiest like Privileged story you've ever heard him and his wife were constantly going to vacation homes and finding it hard let, that when they arrived the house was too cold <laughs> so they would shiver <laughs> under the sheets as he struggled with the thermostat yeah life is rough <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so he's like one day i'll fix this yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh regardless the passion was like really uh, it's really obvious uh and he but was, it, yeah.
0: yeah I mean the the counter argument to starting your own business is that it really isn't that fun for most people like it, it sounds fun but the reality of it is it's a lot of stress a lot of risk oh he and, says
1: that yeah yeah and you like for enjoy most, that
0: yeah and for most yeah. people you're much better off having a job with friends and co-workers you get along with and a decent boss and you'll have a much better life so that's the counter argument and I, I, I get it but it's it's when you're in America. I think America's true innovation is is efficiency and scale, and mm-hmm. that's just like it. It I always think of the the AI and Terminator and and Skynet going online. But it when you go through America, it feels like that already happened a long time ago. Like it it manufactures food that is bad for people, uh, mm-hmm. but it does it at a huge scale, and then you can get portions that are out of control and yeah,
1: yeah. i always yeah. remember that you know richard sarah in like the 1970s put out i think it was in oh se- yeah, yeah, in the yeah. 70s, yeah television delivers people and you know he was already reflecting on generations of you know basically identity manufacture through america it, it,
0: the other end i still feel like that the entire system does provide space for those who want to be different
1: yeah yeah, yeah there's like a you can be a counterculturalist. um and yeah or you still, or, like, or, you,
0: you, know, or you, can, you can be a tony fidel but
1: yeah yeah but either yeah. way you're not going to fit in the regular system but that's where yeah he what was surprising in this book is like the amount of detail he went into describing how orthodox meaning how normal he's like he apologizes at the start of the book by saying like Hey, this book's going to be really boring for a lot of you because it's just conventional wisdom about how to build a business, you know, that I received from mentors 30 years ago and 40 years before that. And nothing's really changed. And like people are writing all these radical books, but I'm here to tell you, it's like, it's not that. But but that's
0: interesting that you have a fascination with business more than my other artist friends. Mm -hmm. And you seem to not be a materialistic person or you don't care about and and so this fascination with business as opposed to pure art yes um is that from your parents or something you just you like that sort of target goal-oriented thinking and structure
1: well I did grow up in a business so my you know my parents ran a business and I started working there when I was like as early as I can remember like just maybe I was almost six or seven and my dad would like ask me, how do you do this on a computer and stuff like that? So I, it was always a part of our lives. Um, but then I think the other thing is uh, as I've grown in, into businesses, I've realized that they're like little cultural, they're like little cities and little villages and they have culture. That's not that dissimilar from the way yeah, culture uh, uh, disseminates through.
0: I don't know if that's true, but there's a, a general um, ethos in, startups that you're supposed to almost be like a poor farmer and you don't care about frivolous unnecessary luxuries you're 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 there you give it your everything and it's not about getting rich but you but you will get rich by accident like that's almost the ideal
1: yeah the the bezos idea is like sacrifice everything do it because you love it right yeah uh do it for the customer and then you know but then yeah it's curious to see
0: where the greed kicks in
1: that's the, that's where I started to get really disenchanted a couple of years ago. Um, you know, when things with money was flying everywhere, it was like Tony Fidel says it's raining from the sky. Like there are these cycles in venture funding where people don't mm. ask you questions. You don't need to make a profit. And yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I told you, I was like, people keep just talking about valuations. I think I mentioned on the podcast, I was like valuations, who the fuck gives them like damn. But, that, but that goes valuations. back to
0: my argument of, um, that we're forced to invest the the common man and we're forced to give a part of our income to investments and well i remember at
1: that time there was like a new york times article called angel investing clubs and it was this idea that like everyone can invest in startups now you know it's like what (laughs) why why would you do that so uh, risky 80 percent of them fail like yeah it's not a good idea (laughs) but that but that's why i always
0: repeat like investing in yourself or like expanding your hobbies is not risky because you're having a good time. Like you don't, you don't say, you don't say when you spend 10,000 bucks on a, on a honeymoon, you don't say that that's a risk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There was a famous Toronto Raptor, uh, Fred Van Vliet who just left left this year, but he was an undrafted NBA player and he had a, a saying everyone in Toronto loves, which is, you know, he was turned down during the NBA draft and he focused Uh, he turned down an offer and everyone was like why would you do that and it was like not a good offer and he so he waited to get a different contract but what he said at the time was you have to bet on yourself Um, but he was more confident than you know the regular system allowed for and so he took an alternate alternative path went around the draft and got a better deal and now he's like one of the top paid paid players in the nba but like the bet on yourself line is what's stuck for everyone which is <laughs> like yeah if you can't if you can't find it a way to make it work through the normals. but the, yeah yeah you know, and and then an the count
0: the counter arguments against betting uh, uh on yourself is the the idea of um, people who are addicted to gambling and will risk too much and you know put oh, a third yeah. mortgage on their own home and lose everything like Sometimes I go to the paint store and order new stretches and canvases and it, it does feel like I'm getting poker chips at the casino. Because mm, you still haven't sold a painting, right? Like, No. Well, I also haven't offered any for sale, but it, I, I'm doing a show with, with the paintings in September in Amsterdam. So I do have a, a venue. Yeah.
1: yeah. So you, the worst case scenario is you sink a year of losses on and on your tax return, you you declare a loss. And you get all that money back in taxes. Yeah, but I
0: had a good time. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah and you had a good time. You learned a new skill. And yeah. maybe you learned that you don't want it to do training. I, I, I don't
0: like that word skill when it comes to art. I, I think it's more experience than skill.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a different thing. It's it it's not like you learn to do calligraphy. And it, it's different, yeah. You, you know about yeah. the whole unskill idea in art. So I think the word skill is not what you're looking for.
1: Well, I didn't say it. You did. No, you did.
0: You said
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, anyway. maybe
0: maybe we wrap this up. I like these short episodes.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna be getting on a plane in six hours. I might go to Minneapolis. Uh, and then I'll and then you're you coming New New to New York
0: soon. end of January. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: think so. Uh, Michael. So maybe this is like cool news. Like uh, Rhizome used to do this event called Seven on Seven, and uh, it was like. You had like it was like a hackathon for artists and technologists. Like you had 24 hours to come up with a new work. I did it in like 2010 or something, like over 10 years ago. Um yeah, they I haven't saw that had one. it in it was four great. years. Yeah. That's I think that's also that's where That's also yeah,
0: where we NFTs were invented at seven on seven.
1: Yeah, like there's tons of stories out of it, but they haven't had it in a few years because of the pandemic. Um, so it's starting, and I thought it would be fun to come down. And uh, Michael said that all you know, there used to be this thing like alumni. I have free tickets and stuff so i thought it was a good excuse he's like you should come to the next one because we're going to do it in person again um and there's nothing really in it for me except to see you and all of the artists and be a part of the community again but i i, I feel like it's time like yeah everyone had COVID over christmas but like uh i like that these things like i can't believe it's 2024 we're almost there four years post pandemic and people are like, yeah, we're thinking it's just—it's about time to get back to normal. <laughs> like it's almost half a yeah. decade. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, we, right. can, we can record the podcast while I'm there too. I think, right? So, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: All right. See you next time. Have a good flight. Okay.
1: Okay. Happy holidays, everyone, and uh, happy New Year if we don't talk uh, again. Yeah. Uh, happy then. New Year. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye.